Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good day, everybody. It is Sunday, Sunday, December 11th, and you know what that means. It is time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. I am a professional wrestler. Nah, I'm a sports entertainer. No, I'm just a guy running a fun wrestling podcast jeremy pierce what is going on everybody got a good good show for you today we're we're we're, we're running things down man it's it's almost up the 2022 is is it's almost done man but first things first you know you can check me out on the socials charismatic creations on facebook tumblr and youtube charismatic underscore creations 52 on instagram and the 215 on twitter now last week we uh we had our 100th episode it was great it was awesome and today we're looking at the worst of 2020 Two got a couple stories that we're gonna go take a look back on and uh see how them Jones panned out. But for now, you know what's next, so just go on and hit my music. So for the news, got some things that went down. So first things first, my girl, uh, probably at this point my favorite wrestler in AEW, favorite female wrestler in AEW, Thunder Rosa. She's finally able to lift weights after her brutal, brutal back injury, which is great news. I cannot wait for her to return smackdown last week that aired on fs1 just the december 2nd episode 902,000 viewers with a point 25 on the 18 to 49 demo this is okay um it happens i mean that's a big big drop for, you know on, on the 25th episode uh november 25th they had two, over 2 billion viewers so they the the the, the down ratings are expected moving to fs1 um i just think would be that Big Rampage that same night did 361,000 viewers with a point oh eight in the 18-49. Demo is down once again. And Tony Khan has stated that he's going to try his best uh, to get these ratings back up. He's got to start making Rampage feel like more of a big deal. Spotted at a WWE workout was none other than Smiley Kylie Ray. Um... She was at the tryout. She honestly, it's like it's Kylie Ray. She really doesn't need to try out. But I'm happy to see her uh, just back, happy, healthy, in her right state of mind, wrestling. It's great. Uh, she should get signed. Like, she really doesn't need to try out. It's Kylie Ray. She was going to be the face of AEW's women division before she had to leave. Um, Matt Riddle has been written, written off of television due to the, uh, not due to the, the attack. He's just taken off of TV for now. Um, it happens we'll see what's next for the original bro athena called out the double standard in pro wrestling after backlash from her stiff in ring style and she's right i'm not going to uh 
uh, read the whole thing she says, but she's like, essentially, she goes, some of the best matches of the year from the men have been hard-hitting, bloody affairs, but when I do it, when other women do it, it there's a problem. Mind, mind you, Laney, Nuck, Laney Luck isn't like some rookie. She's been wrestling on indies for years, and Athena's always been hard-hitting, and she's right. There is a double standard. And the crazy part is, the women, the experienced women that have wrestled the Joshi style have been told to hold back. Tony Storm, Athena, um, Mercedes Martinez, Ruby Soho, they've been told to hold back Jamie Hayter because um, they hit too hard. Sheeta has has essentially stated that, yeah, I'm holding back. I've, I've been told to hold back on her hits and her kicks. Like, y'all don't understand that Japan Sheeta and AEW Sheeta are two different beasts. You do not want to fuck with Japan Sheeta. The Usos uh, came in number one on PWI's Tag Team 100 uh, in for 2022. Uh, I would have probably made FTR the number one team, but like it's it's essentially one A and. 1B when it comes to the two best tag teams in professional wrestling. The Usos are one, FTR is two, Briscoes are three. Looking at the list, let's look at the top 10 real quick. Uh, number 10, Violence is Forever, the team of Dominic Gorino and Kevin Koo. Number nine, the Hex, Allison K and Marty Bell. Number eight, the Young Bucks. Number seven, the OC. Number six, RK Bro. Number five, FWC, Hazuki and Kaguma. Number four, Death Triangle. Three, the Briscoes. Two, FTR. One, the Usos. I'm, this, is, this is great. Outside of the top ten, um, United Empire, Street Profits, uh, Toxic Attraction, Swerve in Our Glory, Naomi and Sasha, The Acclaim. But I like that this includes all men and women for um, the tag teams. Uh, Raw ratings dropped this week. They pulled in 1.5 million viewers with a point. 41 then 18 to 49 demo that's they're down in the viewership but they were up in the demo i know oscar is teasing hinting at returning to her old kana gimmick killer kana give it to me period i want it i need it william regal's officially done with aw he will be Heading back to the WWE. Um, he can't appear on camera as a talent. I, I believe for at least a year. But he's essentially going back to one. Work with Triple H. But two. To train his son. To work with his son. And Tony Khan understands that. Um, AEW Dynamite viewership. Uh, they brought in 840,000 viewers with a point 29 in the 18 to 49 demo that is down from the previous week uh, in the viewership, but up in the demo. They'll, 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 they'll be fine. They'll be fine. I'm hoping that uh, winter is coming. We'll bring in over a million viewers. The WWE are making plans for Charlotte's return. Listen, I don't miss Charlotte. I don't need her pigeonholed, pin, uh, just shoved into another championship queue, but. The women's roster or the main roster is stacked right now, and it would help that probably since 
um, a certain somebody isn't coming back to the company they could use Charlotte and speaking of that certain somebody Sasha Banks will be at Wrestle Kingdom and there is a strong chance that she will wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom probably against Kyrie Sane for the New Japan uh, for the IWGP Women's Championship that match is going to if it happens that match is going to be fire give me what I want give me what I want. That's the news. We'll be right back. All right. So we had ourselves a nice, solid week of wrestling. Let's just um, let's just dive into it. Monday Night Raw. We're in the slow season, boys. We're in that part of the year where things slow down. The WWE kind of treads water and. Uh, they don't really try that much. Remember, there remember there is no uh, premium live event this uh, December. The next event we have will be the Royal Rumble. So we're we're just doing things right now. So the Usos were set to defend the uh, Undisputed Tag Team Championships against Matt Riddle and Elias, but, well, Elias got jumped by the bloodline. Sammy didn't look a little happy with that. So Riddle's partner uh, ended up being Kevin Owens, and the Usos, of course, retained. Uh, after the match, Solo absolutely killed Matt Riddle. Um, paying homage to his uncle Umaga, he hit him with the Samoa Spike, hit him with the hip attack, with the chair around his throat, and Riddle was no longer on TV. Becky Lynch interrupted Bailey before her match, and he had some words. Becky gave props to uh, the tag team champions of Damage Control, but not Bailey because Bailey's been losing. Uh, as Becky's getting walking to the back, Reed comes out for the match as well. They have a stare down. It's very, very intense um hold off on this match don't give me this match until after you do Rhea versus Bianca at WrestleMania that's all I'm asking um triple threat match was Bailey Rhea and Oscar and Oscar uh really good match uh Rhea Ripley had the match one but she got a little too cocky allowing Bailey to win the match so Bailey will face the winner of Alexa, Nikki Cross, and Becky Lynch, and the winner of that match will face Bianca, Seth Rollins, and uh, Lashley. Brawl. That's what happens. Um, they will be facing each other next week in a number one contenders match uh, for the to, for the right to face Austin Theory. Um, Keep going. Raw needs a world championship, but you elevate the United States Championship pretty, pretty well. Theory is tired of Ali. He gets a so he gives Ali a United States Championship match. Ali loses. Well, actually, Theory won because Dolph Ziggler super kicked Theory, so we're doing this again, causing the DQ. And Theory didn't have uh, Ali didn't have any didn't like that. So we'll see where we're going here. Probably leading to a I don't know. Ziggler, Ali, Theory, Seth, Bobby. We'll see. Uh, JBL's poker game invitational ends with The Miz not being able to pay his way in. 
which was a damn belief that the Miz is broke. Okay, the OC having uh, getting into some words with the Alpha Academy, so they'll face the OC and uh, the OC will face the Alpha Academy and Baron Corbin. Dominic Mysterio versus Tazawa, and Loomis getting all the money. Uh, and in those matches, Dom beat Tazawa. And the OC defeated the Alpha Academy of Baron Corbin. I'm tired of the Alpha Academy losing all these goddamn matches. Um, Alexa Bliss in the main event defeated Becky Lynch and Nikki Cross. And she will face Bailey next week. But Alexa slipping that Bray Wyatt side is slowly crawling back out. Over on Dynamite, we had a build for final battle and winter is coming the show gets a fist uh ricky starks won the diamond uh, dynamite diamond battle royal after the battle royal he and mjf had a promo off and it was just glorious chef's fucking kiss ricky gets the last laugh as uh well ricky cooked mjf cooked him mjf went for a low blow and then tried to hit him with the diamond ring. Ricky Counter hit a spear. Spirit MJF right out of his shoe. Samoa Joe retains the TNT Championship over Darby Allen. Claudio Castagnoli and Will Uta defeated Jake Hager and Dave Garcia. Tony Schiavone interviews the BCC after the match and shows him a goodbye video from where Regis to tie up loose ends. He's like, listen, uh, Regis said, it's not more, I can't teach you any anything else, and I know you won't let me go, so I had to do something to push you away and the last lesson is always have eyes in the back of your head and it just showed everything mgf turned on him and now the bcc is stronger than ever and he also said listen you three teach wheeler yuda everything i love it love it get dan garcia over in his jaw and let them wreck everybody um, the House of Black are coming Also coming for everybody uh, Jamie Hayter says she will defend the Women's Championship Against the winner of Sheeta and the Bunny on uh, From Rampage Jade and the Baddies defeated Sky Blue Madison Rain and Kira Hogan In the main event the Acclaim Retained the World Tag Team Championships Against FTR Really good match um, Over on Impact yeah, The Tag Team title match between Heath and Ryder Defended against the Motor City Machine Guns but that ends in a no contest after the major players get involved. Mickey James and Jordan Grace had some playful, uh, heated banter back and forth as they'll be facing each other for the Women's Championship soon. Savannah Evans defeated Ty Valkyrie. Moose jumps Gujar to send a message to Joe Hendry. Khan beats Sammy with help from uh, Cody Diener. And in the main event, Speedball Mike Bailey and Josh Alexander wrestled a damn near 60-minute classic. Impact has put this match on YouTube. Go watch this match. This, this, see, this is why I hate when, um, like wrestling, uh, podcasters, YouTubers, they do their year end stuff, like the best matches of 2022. And they do that in December. They do that like at the end of November, beginning of December. There's a whole month left. So this match should be on that list. It. I need to go look at these lists, but. Getting heated. Over on SmackDown, we had an okay show. It actually gets a thumbs down. It's one of the few weak shows since Triple H has taken over. The Usos retained the tag team championships over the Brawling Brutes. Ellie Knight shows in this video a masked man in the background before every single time he was attacked. And um he's he's right. Things aren't things aren't 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 great. He said he's got that he's got Bray shook Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler gloat over beating up everyone 
took out Shotty again. She now has a broken hand. Uh, but Ronda and Shayna uh, are then challenged by Liv and Tegan. Liv and Tegan won. At least they're going to win. I just don't like Shayna taking the. I, I don't know. This is weird. Uh, Legato Del Fantasma versus the Viking Raiders ends in a no contest as Hit Row came out and just started wrecking everybody. They were tired of being chumps. Good for them. The contract signing between Ricochet and Gunther uh, leads to a six-man tag match between the New Day and Ricochet versus the Imperium. Um, the Imperium says the, you know, the same thing. We're professional wrestlers. You guys are jokes. We respect this. They still lost the match. Karrion Cross wants to put Ray down. We end the night with the Kurt Angle birthday celebration as... Uh, Alpha Academy ruined the celebration, so Kurt and Gable Stevenson sprayed with the milk truck. This is made all the more better because Otis is that dude. He's just gyrating and his shape. It's, Otis is great. He's a national treasure, and I want him to be on the same level as uh, uh, Truth when all things are said and done. Over on Rampage, John Moxley chokes out uh, Takeshita for the win in another great match from Takeshita. Hangman attacks Mox after the match. Sheeta retains the Regina DeWave Championship over the Bunny, so she will be taking on Jamie Hayter next Wednesday, and this match should be awesome if Tony Khan lets them get time. Lee Moriarty and now Big Bill Morrissey won a squash match and in our main event. Orange Cassidy retains uh, the All-Atlantic Championship over Kip Saban. Kip Saban's hand-picked opponent, who was Trent Seven. Solid match. Uh, Kip jumps him after the match until Dustin Rhodes makes the save. Our matches of the week from Raw. Uh, one of the two triple threat matches, the first one, obviously, Bailey, Oscar, and Rhea Ripley put on just a barn burner of a match. Very, very very good from Dynamite, the AEW World Tag Team Championship match, the claimed versus FTR. Uh, the claim finally had a legitimate, powerful win over a legitimate, powerful team. Now their championship reign has been solidified. From Impact, the Impact World Championship match, the 60-minute classic, Josh Alexander versus Mike Bailey. One more time, go and watch this match. From Rampage, John Moxley versus Konosuke Takeshita. Takeshide, dog, he's he's amazing. He is absolutely amazing. And from final battle, the double dog collar match for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships, FTR versus the Briscoes. The trilogy is over. This match was amazing, and it wasn't even the main event. I get why it wasn't the main event, because it's Jericho. Jericho's going to main event, the Ring of Honor. A show, but man, this was an amazing, amazing match. And our stars of the week are FTR and the Briscoes. That's the week in review, and we'll be right back. So what we need to do here is just get the <laughs> get the 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 bad stuff out of the way. 2022 was a great year for professional wrestling. It was the first, in my opinion, the really the first full year that uh, even though we're still in a pandemic, as you know, coronavirus is still a thing. Felt like the first full year where wrestling was 
somewhat back to normal with the exception of probably new japan um we had so much great stuff happen um we had bianca and uh um her 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 just great great reign we got forbidden door with aw we had impact wrestling prove that they're not going anywhere but there's also been um some bad and i think it's it's really time for us to let's just dive into it these are so these are some of the worst wrestling things of 2022 uh some things are very very obvious <laughs> some others may not be so obvious but first things first uh i used to love nxt and for a long time the bright spot of nxt was the women's division and after the switch to 2.0 things have changed drastically that year of 2.0 just wasn't great but coming out of 2.0 we had quote unquote 3.0 the one thing there were two things that actually stayed consistent Brom breaker and mandy rose and i'm gonna dot start with um mandy and Let's start with Braun. Braun to a lesser, lesser extreme. Um, Braun, for the most part, has been NXT champion since the switch to 2.0. He defeated Ciampa. Uh, and he's shown that he's serviceable. He's got a little bit of fight in him. Got that dog in him. Can, can you know, solid on the mic. But he lost the championship once in a really random feud with Dolph Ziggler. And that's been it now he's had a better go at it just because the men's division on the the men's division is much more talented than what's going on on the women's side of things so as, as much though so i wanted to see a new champion um that's not Braun breaker he can get a pass what's worse and which is which has been more egregious is mandy rose's reign of terror now, I am all for rehabilitation in wrestling. I am all for people uh, getting sit down, getting sent down to be built back up. So I had no, I, I honestly didn't have an issue with Mandy Rose actually becoming champion. What I had an issue with was Mandy Rose being pushed as the face of NXT Women's Wrestling. And I look, I look, I get it. A lot of the women there are pretty much green, with the exception of a few others. Let's let me go to let's take a look at the NXT roster, okay? On the women's side, okay? So, here, 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 here are the women: Alba Fire, Amari Miller, Ariana Grace, Ava Rain, Blair Davenport, Brooklyn Barlow, Cora J, Danny Palmer, Electra Lopez, Fallon Henry, Gigi Dolan, 
Indy Hartwell, Isla Dawn, Ivy Nile, JC Jane, Jakara Jackson, Katana Chance, Caden Carter, Kelly Kincaid, Kiana James, Lash Legend, Lyra Valkyrie, Mandy Rose, Mako Sedemayor, Nikita Lyons, Saray, Sol Roca, Thea Hell, Tiffany Stratton, Valentina Faraz, Yulisa uh, Leon, Zoe Stark. Now, if you know wrestling, you know who doesn't need to be NXT. And if you know me, you know I I I equate number one being great in the ring above all else. So yes, Mandy Rose has improved, but the fact that she's gotten wins over women much, much, much more talented to her, better than her in the ring, and that eclipses her in every possible way has been upsetting. Not only that, she's now in the Britt Baker territory of matches always ending winning by luck or by chance or with help and not having a clean win. Let me let me list the women who are just essentially better than Mandy Rose. And I'm and by better I mean in ring ability. Abba Fire, Blair Davenport, uh, it's a push with Gigi, it's a push with Indy, it's a push with Isla Dawn, I'll say Caden Carter, obviously Mako, Saray, who's just disappeared, Ivy Nile. Zoe Stark, Roxanne Perez. Mandy Rose has got wins over most of them. She has wins over Mako and Alba Fire. And Io Shirai. And it's one of... There was a time when the NXT Women's Championship was prestigious. It was the best women's championship in all of professional wrestling. And now... Ever since the change to 2.0, ever since Raquel Gonzalez or Rodriguez, whatever she was in NXT, had become champion, the 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 belt, the championship means nothing, and it means nothing right now around Mandy Rose's waist. And it got to the point where after she defeated Alba Fire in a last woman standing match with help, once again, I said I was done with NXT. I was done. I don't talk about NXT. You're, you're going to hear me talk about NXT a little bit more this year with the rest of these shows, but I'm pretty much done with NXT. I don't watch it anymore, and it can be all boy, be boiled down to Mandy Rose. And as much as I love Gigi Dolan, I'd, I'd kill for Gigi Dolan. She tells me to jump. I say, how high my queen? But no, I can't do Mandy Rose's reign of terror anymore and sticking with nxt the disrespect of kaylee ray now alba fire she does not need to be in nxt at all she was the one of the longest reigning nxt uk women's championship champions at only being surpassed by mako sedemayor because it's mako fucking sedemayor 
Alba takes losses left and right. And someone that good should not have to lower themselves and should not be down there. I want her to either be released to go to New Japan, down there they have their own championship, AEW, Impact, somewhere, but she can the main run, she cannot be in NXT anymore. I want a lot of women saved from NXT. I want I don't want Alba down there. I don't want Roxanne down there. I don't want um, Ivy Nile down there. I don't want Zoe Stark down there. But Alba Fire should not be in NXT any longer. Next up, um, these next two also really go hand in hand. Tony Khan's constant signing of people. He has signed a lot of people. Like, a lot. A lot. If you go to the SmackDown Hotel, love using that website. Their roster consists of including, um, like, commentators, referees. Their roster is 189 strong. Let's look on the women's side this year. And the women's division is deep. It's strong. Um, It's got a nice mix of green getting there I'm here veterans so this year and it's and it's 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 a little it's a little lesser on the women's side so this year I believe Tony signed Athena Athena Madison Rain Mercedes Martinez the Ruby was signed last year um, Tony Storm Willow Nightingale now on the men's side man the kingdom AR Fox Cole Carter the members of the firm that weren't already signed like Morrissey. Like people have been signed left and right. Now, I really do believe that part of this does come down to Ring of Honor and that Ring of Honor will have a TV deal. So I be- I wholeheartedly believe that. And this big roster will uh, get smaller. Right, um, Soraya signed, Jeff Jarrett signed, and like for example, on the women's side, there's uh, eight, sixteen, twenty-four, thirty-two, forty, forty-two women. Let's get rid of Renee and Lexi Nair. So there's forty women. I and oh Vicky, so that's thirty-nine. I believe out of this 39, at least 
15 are going to be part more so be a part of the ring of honor roster like i can see the uh the renegade sisters or dasha i can see the renegade sisters um kira hogan kyla king uh bunny penelope athena um being moved over to ring honor and have a nice mix of veterans and younger talent same thing goes with the men um joe a few others so it's a double-edged sword you need a big roster but you also can't put everybody on tv which goes into this point of where the fuck has miro been miro has been m i a this guy had this guy is miro has everything he is everything he just can't get on tv there's nothing creative for him yo if you can't get him on AEW, put him in ring of honor make him the ring of honor world champion oh my god that will be amazing side note the ring of honor championships are hideous they are ugly especially the ring of honor world championship but back to miro miro had a fantastic run as TNT champion, murdering everybody, had a nice little feud with the House of Black, wrestled at Forbidden Door, then that's it. Like, the Forbidden Door match came before the House of Black uh, feud. And now that you have the All Atlantic, Miro will make a great All Atlantic champion. And I love the fact that Orange Cassidy is defending the belt every week on Rampage. At some point, he's going to lose. Please lose to Miro. We just, we just have to get Miro on TV, man. This guy has it. Just. I signing new people is great, but you can't keep signing people to the detriment of the roster of people that you already have that can't get on TV. Like no Miro, no uh, Dark Order. You know what I mean? So we've just we've just got to do better. Kip Sabian is back. I know that Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole are hurt, but we've gotta do something like the roster is set bandito got signed this year you don't need to sign any more people tony khan get ring of honor show and let's get moving how about sasha banks and naomi walking out of the wwe this is good for them bad for the dirty b so do you remember what happened so there was supposed to be like a fatal four-way two fatal four-ways one on raw one on smackdown and at this time sasha and naomi were the women's tag team champions right and they they, they did everything in the power to get the belts relevant again which they did but then it came out that sasha was depend naomi and essentially sasha and naomi were both going to win their respective fatal four rematches to face at the time Becky and Ronda or Bianca, Bianca and Ronda. And they're like, well, why would we lose? Why should we lose? You're devaluing the tag team champions. You're devaluing the what we've worked hard for. Have two other women win. Give them a shot. And when Vince and John Laurinaita said no, Sasha and Naomi walked out put the belts on the table and left and they have not been seen 
in the WWE since WWE tried to disparage them, tried to talk down on them, and we, we weren't having that. Stand up for yourself, know your worth, know your value, call out bullshit, say when something is stupid, and what they were going to do to Sasha Naomi was bullshit, and it was stupid. It just was. Then the tag team championships went, were vacant for a long time until Kai and Sky, not Kai and Sky, Alexa and Asuka won them. But essentially, you pushed out one, Naomi, who is married to one of your biggest acts in the business right now. Someone who's a veteran, who's been there for a decade plus, who has a large fan base, and you just threw her to the wayside. And then there's Sasha Banks, who I think is and will go down as the greatest women's wrestler in the history of the WWE. Sasha has everything, and yet, time and again, you've constantly devalued her. She had to play a backseat to Charlotte and Becky. Yes, Sasha, main event at WrestleMania, great against Bianca Belair. That's awesome. But Sasha, not Becky, not Charlotte, not Roman, Sasha Banks should be the biggest star in your company right now. And you you found it prudent to think that you can just get by without her. Which, listen, wrestling moves on. You can. I believe that. But you're going to miss so, so, so much without her. And now, we've got the news that, one, she's training again. Two, she's filming movies, show Because she's going to get that Disney check. Don't be surprised she gets her own Mandalorian spinoff. And now she's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom. And you know how long she's been wanting to wrestle in Japan? Do you know how amazing Sasha, I'm sorry, now going by her real name, Mercedes Varnado versus Kyrie Sane will be? Let me put it like this. We know how great Sasha is. And for the folks that only watch WWE, you should know really how great Kyrie Sane is. Kyrie Sane, uh, Mayu Itawa, and Io Shai, those three women. And actually, and EO's sister and Oscar, those five women are considered not only the best women's wrestlers on the planet, but the best wrestlers on the planet. So Sasha versus Kyrie is going to be phenomenal and amazing. And they're going to be going to rule the day when they let her go and they let her walk. That's not even talking about the money she's wanting because, yes. WWE superstars are underpaid. They are underpaid when it comes to the revenue share. They just are. And Sasha wanted to get paid like the star that she is. Period. All out, fallout, brawl outs. Y'all know what I'm going getting, getting with. After all out, CM Punk press conference, the media scrum, him and Tony Khan, he just goes on this amazingly crazy 
rant and it was everything that's been going on for months boiled down let's take CM Punk here in a nutshell the outside of all out he had a phenomenal year his one year in AEW it was a phenomenal 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 year but CM Punk's the kind of person that if he ever feels slighted he will come at you and getting dissed by everyone that he feuded with think about it think about it think about it. with the exception of Darby Allen, Eddie Kingston um MJF Hangman Mox all told us the truth with Punk and hey maybe just maybe Triple H was right so Punk goes on this crazy ass rant right next to Tony Khan Goes back to his locker room, walks in the elite, Kenny and the Bucks. And from what we know, Punk struck first. He threw the first punch, he threw the first hit. Coming at the elites, and here we are, the elite and the young Bucks. I'm sorry, the elite and CM Punk stripped of their championship. CM Punk is essentially done with AEW. He is no longer in the company. And the Elite are back and having a best of seven series with the Death Triangle. We don't know what's next for Punk. He was injured a few times in this one year, but it was a great, great year. And listen, he did this to himself. He kind, kind of is a cancer in the locker room. He can be great for business. He can be bad for business and <laughs> time will tell what's next for him lastly we can't talk about the worst of 22 without talking about Vincent Kennedy McMahon gone from the WWE pushed out, edged out because of an improper relationship that actually we found out wasn't improper, but it just doesn't look good on paper. Vince McMahon is gone. Vince McMahon is gone from the WWE. He is no longer the CEO. Shad, uh, Shad Khan? Nick Khan. Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon are co-CEOs. And essentially, Triple H, who's the COO, is running the company. Triple H and Shawn Michaels are running the WWE. Let that sink in. And with this, with the subject of NXT, we've saw, we've seen great things and a great turnaround, and things are just better. Storylines make a little bit more sense. We're getting more wrestling. Wrestlers have a little bit more freedom. Michael Cole sounds like he's finally enjoying himself. And it's all to to not only that, not only this man's relationship, it cost the company, but it cost the company like $15 million. The payouts cost $20 million that he was given to multiple women. The investigation cost about $15 million. And this wasn't reported. And that's kind of the main reason. Vince was, was 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 pushed out because the relationship it wasn't because of the relationship it was because of the money 
the money wasn't reported, which changed the reports and the revenue for the quarterly reports. And now we're living in a world where Vince Man is no longer in charge of the WWE. Yes, I wish he could have walked out on his own terms, but he needed to do something. He needed to do something. And now here we are. What happens next? Who knows? Will we see Vince again? Who knows? But there was time for a change and a change needed to happen. So let me know you think. Did I miss anything? I'm trying to go back and think of was there anything else that was ultimately like the worst of 2022. Biggie's neck injury. That was pretty. It's pretty bad. Um, they do be honestly the, the WWE for the most part had a bunch of their pay per views were really lackluster. Um, I wish Impact had more women on the roster so they can do something with the tag team division. But everything I just say really doesn't account for these uh, seven stories that I just told you about. But that's our show thank you for listening as always now i know i i'm about to contradict myself but next week we will we will be looking at the top matches of 2022 all right um this is going to be fun this is this is going to be a fun fun uh discussion i think we'll go top Top 20? I think we'll go top 20. I think we'll go, think we'll go top 20. Socials, Charismatic Creations on Facebook, Tumblr, and YouTube. Charismatic underscore Creations 52 on Tumblr. The 215 on Twitter. And as always, Zylee, Wendy Chu, Shasi Blackheart, and Gigi Dolan. Holla at you. Boy. Peace. <laughs>